0: You're listening to the Living for Synergy podcast. Hey, friends, welcome. I'm your host, Kelsey Hargrove, psychotherapist, yoga instructor, and personal trainer. This podcast was created to help listeners increase their quality of life and overall well being by emphasizing the intersection of mental and physical health. Please note that the information shared in this podcast. Is not a substitute for seeking help from a licensed mental health provider. Stick around for mantra moments of guided meditation led by me, as well as curated conversation from influential men and women, purpose to inspire you, to motivate you, and to nourish you to live for synergy. right well i'm trying to get out of the habit of saying like (laughs) good morning and happy sunday because the lovely thing about this platform and having a podcast is that people can listen to it whenever they want to and again i've gotten in the habit of saying like hey friends good morning happy monday happy sunday but for those that are listening in, welcome. Thank you for joining us wherever you are, whatever day it is, whatever time it is, whatever location you're in. I thank you for being here. Um, so I am so excited about today's episode and today's interview, not even just interview, but just like conversation that I'm getting to have with a special guest today. Um, she is perfect timing for Women's History Month because she is all things women's empowerment, but she creates platforms to share the stories of other women. And so I thought that it would be cool, and I'm so inspired and excited to get to hear her story and get to spend some time with her. Um, So today, you guys, we're gonna be here with Sabrina Seymour of The Prevailing Woman, of um, Sabrina Seymour events, and so much more. But before we get into that, I wanted to just set the space, set the environment, set the tone for us with a guided meditation in true Living for Synergy fashion. So, Sabrina, would you mind meditating with us this morning?
1: Absolutely, absolutely.
0: All right. So wherever you are, just take a moment to kind of settle into your space. And I think it's important just to take a couple of mindful moments before we really dive into something, just so we're presently aware and really able to receive. So again, settling into the space around you Whether you'd like to stay seated or lying down, standing in your car, wherever you are, in your bed. Make sure you're comfortable. Taking any twists and turns that are necessary. But again, overemphasizing this idea of settling. Settling into the here and now into this very moment so that we can receive i'll invite you to soften your gaze or close your eyes here and just begin by allowing the sense of softness to wash over your face Relaxing your brow bone, relaxing the jawline, releasing your shoulders down away from your ears. I don't know about you guys, but I hold a lot of tension in my shoulders. So just allowing the arms to get heavy. And again, this sense of softness washing over your face. And from here, we'll just begin to notice the natural breath, no extra effort, no judgment. We just notice. Notice the richness and the sweetness of your inhales that travel into your body. notice the rhythm and the cadence of your exhale as your body releases and lets it go. Taking an opportunity just to slow down and control the breath here. So again, welcoming in sweet and slow inhales. and slow exhales. The same sense of softness that we allow to wash over our face. We allow the breath to get soft. We allow the body to feel soft. Again, welcoming this next inhale. It's rich, it's full, nice and slow, into the nose. Notice the chest rise and maybe even notice how your heart expands. Pour out your exhales to release. softens on the exhales and maybe notice how you feel a little bit more grounded on each elimination of breath so continuing with your natural rhythm noticing your inhales as they travel in and notice your exhales as you release Wherever you are, I want to invite you to connect that in-breath with gratitude, whether that inhale signifies another chance, another opportunity, another day, another moment, another breath. Filling yourself with gratitude as you inhale. Sigh it out to release. Again, overemphasizing that sense of softness, that sense of settlement on each exhale. Continuing to offer yourself this gratitude practice, inhaling gratitude. Another breath, another opportunity, another chance. Another day. Pouring out open mouth, exhale, side out to release. Reminding ourselves that this practice is an observation practice. We are just here to notice, we are here to settle ground ourselves and to arrive to the present moment with a heart posture full of gratitude, with a heart posture full of love, and a heart posture that is open and ready to receive. Taking just as much time as you need here, taking as many inhales and as many exhales as you need here, keeping the sense of softness, the sense of calm, the sense of mindful awareness with you. Just begin to wiggle fingers and wiggle toes adding a little bit more movement and finally we'll access that sense of sight just by fluttering and blinking the eyes softly but allowing them to open And again, this gets to be on your time. Pause us if you need to, if you're still taking moments. If not, Sabrina and I are here. I am where I've arrived. I feel present. I feel ready to roll. Sabrina, how are you? How are you feeling?
1: Same. I... I didn't realize how much I needed to do that today. (laughs) I try to be so intentional about meditating. And it's been one of those weeks where it's been kind of slid to the back burner. So Mm -hmm. it felt really good. Really, really good. So thank you for that.
0: Nice. That makes me feel good. Um, And one thing about that, I love what you mentioned about, you know, that's real. Sometimes we we try to be intentional about something and it it gets put on the back burner or life happens, things come up. Um, But one thing that I love about this meditation practice, and I say it over and over. So if you've listened to this podcast, you've probably heard me say it before, but we always, always, always have access to our breath as long as we're here. Right. And we Mm -hmm. always have access to our bodies. Um, And so just taking a couple of moments, like that was less than five minutes or so, but taking a couple of moments just to ground ourselves and land Um, And we are better off, man. I love this practice and it's changed and matured over the years into something different. So I'm excited about your meditation journey and your practice. And thank you for for doing that with me. Absolutely. All right, you guys. So we're going to get right into it again. I'm excited to have Sabrina here. Um, Man, when I talked about gratitude Gratitude for sisterhood, gratitude for friendship, gratitude for technology, for allowing us to connect, (laughs) Um, but also just really grateful for um, Sabrina being here and her willingness to join us on the podcast, again, just in time for Women's History Month, and so who better to have on besides um, Sabrina, who is all things, again, I said in the beginning, all things women's empowerment, but you know, I want to know a little bit more, hear a little bit more from the woman that's behind the empowering of others and how she stays encouraged. Um, And I am for sure that after this talk and after you guys listening, we'll all feel encouraged and a little bit more empowered. Um, So I'm going to read just a little bit about Sabrina. So Sabrina Seymour roots as a businesswoman were planted in 2011 when she founded Sabrina Seymour Events. SSE, has also expanded its brand by extending the coordination of weddings and events beyond North Carolina and the DC, Maryland, Virginia areas to New York, New Jersey, Georgia, Miami, Los Angeles, Jamaica, Mexico, Aruba, DR, and Greece. The list goes on girl, you better be out here. (laughs) (laughs) In 2017, Sabrina launched the Prevailing Woman print and digital magazine which is a publication that promotes the professional and personal achievements of women on both national and global platforms. She's featured Gabby Douglas, Sherry Shepard, is it Sherry or Sherry?
1: Sherry. Mm -hmm.
0: Sherry Shepard, Soledad O'Brien, Judge Faith Jenkins, Heather Lindsay, Angela Yee, Tasha Smith, and so many more amazing women. Sabrina attained her Bachelor's of Science degree in Recreation Administration from North Carolina Central University, and has a Master's of Arts in Marriage and Family Therapy from Liberty University. Thank you, Sabrina, for being here. Um, Absolutely. Again, out here. So, Sabrina Seymour Events, SSE, was planted in 2011, so a whole 10 years ago. Yep, August uh, 18th. Will be 10 years. Wow. So you've been out here on this woman entrepreneur thing for Mm -hmm. a while. Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It's been a journey, but I'm here.
0: (laughs) Sheesh. I can only imagine the ups and downs and just all that's come from that. But I know that I'm at least I'm sure that it's shaped you and mold you in, in different ways. And probably plays a key role in all of the work that you do today with encouraging women. Um, Mm -hmm. So, yeah, tell us a little bit more just about how you got started with entrepreneurship, being a woman business owner. Um, You mentioned that SSE transformed into the prevailing woman. And so you've just been out here doing things for, again, the past 10 years. So, yeah, tell us Mm -hmm. a little bit just about your journey and how you got started.
1: So, um, entrepreneurship was honestly never like my goal, you know, professional goal. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, being, you know, in college and kind of being like a party girl, essentially, Mm -hmm. um, any organization that I was a part of, I was always like the fundraiser chair, the social committee chair, or whatever the case may be. And people just came to me when they needed to know about what was happening on campus or mm. it around town. Um, so that's kind of where my reputation started to build as it relates to events. Okay. Well, then um, once I became a Delta, um, my line sisters started having kids and getting married, and um, it was like, oh, Sabrina can plan it because I was always planning like our little. Christmas socials and a lot of the events that me and my sisters have been doing now for almost 15 years. I've I started them, you know, our first couple years of, of being in the sorority. So it was like, well, Sabrina can plan it. She did really well with this. She can do that. And after I was a bridesmaid and basically a wedding planner for one of my law sister's weddings, um, she said, you should start this wedding planning business, but you do a really good job. And I was like, okay. So I started it actually with one of my line sisters as a side gig. And it just, it grew um, Mm -hmm. beyond my wildest dreams um, to the point that I had to leave my full-time job. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm here, Mm -hmm. you know, that's just what it is. Um, I've always been a girly girl. Um, grew up in a household mainly of men. Mm-hmm. Um, I have two brothers, and then my dad, so it was just me and my mom. And I've just always been like Girl Scouts and, you know, sororities and other little female led organizations throughout high school and even like 100 Black women in college and so forth. Um, so as I started getting older, I started feeling like there wasn't really much of like I saw like little pop-up events here and there catered to women but it wasn't any ongoing Mm -hmm. support I guess you can say or engagement Mm -hmm. um it was like one-off things Mm -hmm. um and so and then I noticed that a lot of things were very driven by particular age ranges and I think that that's great I think that each age group should have their own thing Mm -hmm. but for me I felt like some of my greatest victories from a professional standpoint have been from women and men, Mm -hmm. um, who are much older than me. Mm -hmm. Um, and then there's things that I've done for women and men much older than me. Mm -hmm. Um, so I feel like there, um, was a lack of kind of just that that age gap Mm -hmm. so which is why i've kind of made this a multi-generational media outlet so where we can focus on women from all walks of life all age ranges so if you have ever been a part of any of the prevailing woman events you notice that it may be someone there like 25 and it may be someone there 65 Mm -hmm. um but i just feel like we all can get something from to from each other because essentially we're all women Mm-hmm. And we will be either we either were that woman, that 25 year old, or we will be that 65 year old. Yes. So what better way is it to be prepared or to reminisce
0: yeah.
1: on, on those two things? So that's kind of where my uh, journey began and kind of where it is now
0: wow Mm -hmm. it's crazy because I mean I've known you over the years and never had an opportunity to really hear like your story (laughs) and how that happened but I love how you mentioned at the start like you had no idea that Uh your life was going to transform in this way and that you would be doing this type of work and you know that tells me that you are really doing purpose-driven work and I think it's important just to notice that and to highlight that and um just for, for me to say that to you, like, I can fully see you functioning in your purpose. And so having more insight about you started off as a party girl and people were kind of coming to you to find out what's mm-hmm. happening in the town and all that that's transformed into. That's so inspiring.
1: I tell people, hey, it's glory and, you know, being the turnip queen <laughs> on campus. It worked out. It were, I mean, people trust me. They yeah. literally... Literally, people trust me because they know I'm always having a good time. When I do, you know, step out, they're Mm -hmm. like, oh, well, it's really going to be there. I know it's going to be nice. Yeah. Um, So just having from from just. I mean, literally, in most of my clientele, most of my participants are people from college. Mm-hmm. And I know it's because they just have experienced either an event I planned or they've actually partnered with me. Mm-hmm. And so they know, like, she's not gonna half step, you know, <laughs> type thing. Um, so it's, it's one of those things where I took kind of a negative narrative mm-hmm. because, of course, in college, it was like, uh, you know, grades were not the best. Um, and I just had that reputation but I flipped it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I took kind of, I basically took something that someone that people were trying to coin on me that was bad and actually made some coins. I guess you can say,
0: yes. come <laughs> on with the, with the flipped it. I saw you posted something <laughs> yesterday about one thing about me, if there's a negative situation or if I get a no, I'm going to flip it. And so,
1: Oh, I am. Yeah. Oh, I am. I've always, I have always had that mindset. Like, I've never really let people, like, of course, it burns at first, Mm -hmm. but then I'm going to snap back. Mm -hmm. And then what I do is, I mean, my my zodiac sign is a wheel, so we're very territorial. We're very, like, you're not going to just come up in here and shake my world (laughs) and think I'm not going to. Make havoc in yours, <laughs> yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and whether the havoc may not be indirectly, but it's like you're gonna see what I'm doing, mm-hmm. and you're gonna see that I'm doing it very well without your help. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's just I've, I've just been like that ever since I was a kid. Like mm-hmm. even down to my parents telling me no about something, and it's like they're like, "Would well, you can go do this? I will make it seem like it is the best thing ever."
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: just to make them mad, yeah. you know? <laughs> so it's crazy because I just have always been that kind of person. But yeah, no, I I actually don't. I appreciate those. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't, but I appreciate them because I feel like we have to get them to keep us humble. Mm-hmm. And then we also have to get them because it helps pull creativity out of us. Mm-hmm. Because if every little thing that we want to do, everybody tells us yes, mm-hmm. it's going to be like, well, that, mm-hmm. like... I ain't got, this is easy. Like, you know, and eventually you're going to be, you're going to phase out. So Mm -hmm. some people are kind of giving you backlash or giving you no's or giving you the runaround. It's like, okay, Mm -hmm. well, you know, I had to dig in my crates. I Mm -hmm. had to go back through my Rolodex of people Mm -hmm. that I've come in communication with. And it was crazy how they're like, I'm mad you didn't call me two years ago about this, Mm -hmm. but you just, you get in that comfort zone. So that no just fueled and made me realize that I needed to get creative again. Mm-hmm. So,
0: yes. yeah. Yes. For anybody out there that has faced a no, that is facing a no, or will face a no, because like she said, we there, there will be no's, but it's just about what we do with them and how we allow those no, What we what we get out of that no. And so it sounds like you've gotten mm-hmm. an opportunity to, Um, or you've used your nose as an opportunity to stay creative and to create opportunities for yourself. Um, Uh That's encouraging. That's encouraging. Again, Uh as a woman entrepreneur, as a black woman at that, um, that's encouraging. Yeah. Okay. So you talked about the trust that people have in you. They know Sabrina is always having a good time. And I think that that is a wonderful characteristic and an attribute just to have, like always having a smile on your face or, you know, laughing or being lighthearted, being, being able to have a good time, especially in the midst of the times that we've been facing more recently. Well, over the last year, I can't even say more recently now. Um, so yeah, with your, the trust that people have built in you, just from knowing that you're going to have a good time, but also the creativity that knows or obstacles um, has created for you. Talk a little bit about the the fun times that you've been able to create for women during this pandemic and what that was like having a pivot and shift from creating or having in-person events to having some wonderful I mean wonderful um virtual events that that have all been so creative Mm
1: -hmm. so you're you want me to talk talk about how I created them or like actually what they are
0: Ooh, both. I think the listeners would okay. I think the listeners would get something out of knowing what the events are and what you have oh, happening. Yeah. But just also okay. again, like you've used this opportunity during a pandemic, during a time that's been so dark and so sad for a lot of people to still mm-hmm. create environments where women can come and have a good time.
1: Okay. So um what um whew. I mean, it's crazy that you asked me that, because I literally just had to create like a one-sheeter for a brand um, Mm -hmm. that I've been trying to work with for a very long time, who is interested in partnering on a couple of events, and I had to literally list out all of my plans for 2021. Mm -hmm. Um, So that kind of stressed me out the last couple of days, because I was like, I'm... I, I kind of create things as I see the need for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of the events that I created last year were based on need. Mm-hmm. Um, I probably would have never had, like, for instance, we had yoga and cocktails. Mm-hmm. I probably would have never thought to have that mm-hmm. um, if it wasn't the pandemic. But I knew that we needed an outlet. We needed something that was safe where we could gather. It was outdoors. Mm-hmm. Um, it had drinks. It had mm-hmm. yoga, which is amazing for our mind body and spirit Mm um I probably would have had something else you know Mm -hmm. um so it it made that that forced me to be like okay Sabrina you really need to start having more of a a legit plan Mm -hmm. every single year Mm -hmm. um so with that being said, um, specifically for 2021, um, you're going to see a lot of the events that we did last year. Cause I think that they are timeless, mm-hmm. um, and they're very turnkey. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's my goal. in any event specifically that I have with Prevailing and Women is that they're turnkey.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I don't really like one-off things, um, unless it's just bad, mm-hmm. but I can predict something that's not going to work just from planning events for so long, mm-hmm. um, when it's just an idea, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so of course we have the beatless meetup tour. Um, we've only been able to do one, which is virtual. Mm-hmm. Um, and we probably are not going on tour cause it, the tour ends typically in, in, uh, April. So it's January to April. Mm-hmm. Um, but we've only done one virtual. So we will do another virtual one likely in May around mother's day. Okay. um, so that's kind of our pivot for, for this year. So we will have two this year. So mm-hmm. one in January, one in February, I mean, one in May, mm-hmm. um, we have the fitness bingo challenge, um, mm-hmm. which is going on now. It's like four days left in that,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, and that's 25 days of, um, you know, uh, physical, um, attention, uh, nutrition, attention, um, virtual workouts, um tons of prizes great prizes mm-hmm. um at the end um so we have that um march is women's history month um as we know mm-hmm. which is why i'm here today yes. um so we will be having two women history programs um have not announced them but should be announced by the time the podcast comes out yeah um <laughs> so one will be um um mm, I mess this word up every single time. Charcuterie board. Charcuterie board. (laughs) That, if we want to call it that too, because honestly, that is what runs in my head when I bring it up. That's what everyone replies to. But a charcuterie board slash cocktail mixing class. So it will be hybrid. So some people will be in person and, and everyone else will be virtual. Um, and then we're also gonna have like a masterclass bootcamp camp mm-hmm. kind of virtual day. Um, so it'll be four well no three different classes. Mm-hmm. Um one is kind of centered around um like business, health and wellness, business, like basically the wellness of um your financial, physical, and mental um as an entrepreneur. Um, we'll also talk about how to close the deal. Mm-hmm. So anything from sponsorships, um, branding, um, you know, just getting to the coins mm-hmm. of the business. And then um, I cannot remember the third one off the top of my head. It's, all good. it's at the tip of my tongue. Mm-hmm. But either way, it's going to be great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they both sound so we, amazing. We will have those, and those will be absolutely free um, for those two ones we have. And we have some really amazing presenters that are going to be a part of that as well, mm-hmm. and some great partners.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so that will be in March. Um, in April, I have um, something launching, but I'm not ready to announce it yet but Mm -hmm. it will come out in april so just be on the lookout for that Mm -hmm. um like i said may will be our beatless meetup tour um june is our prevailing girl camp so we do that every year that's for teens so Mm -hmm. if you have any teens that would like to be a part of that um we will have the prevailing girl camp um and then towards the end of july july Mm -hmm. 30th through august 1st um which hasn't been announced yet but and probably won't by the time the podcast is, but mm-hmm. you all are in the know now. Um, the, <laughs> she, the She Prevails Women's Conference um, will take place. That will be hybrid. So okay. it will be some in person, some virtual. It will be in Charlotte, North Carolina um, this year, as it was supposed to be in 2019. No, mm-hmm. 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, so we will be doing that. Um and then somewhere in the mix of all of that we will be doing the yoga and cocktails and then also the honoring of forty women mm-hmm. um and there's a couple of the other things that I don't want to necessarily 100% take credit for because some of these activations are in partnership with brands and mm-hmm. they just are allowing me to kind of come in and, and stick my my logo on it for doing the work. Mm-hmm. Um, so it will be some other pop-up things, but those are our more signature events mm-hmm. um, that we have every year. So it's definitely information overload. I just highly suggest that you follow the prevailing Woman or subscribe to our mailing list.
0: Yes. Well, first of all, I'm impressed. Y'all can't see Sabrina, but she just said, like, she just rattled all of her events that are coming up from now until August <laughs> and went into detail about them. I didn't see her looking at any notes or anything, but that is awesome that you are doing um, just all that you're doing, all that you're doing, the spaces that you're creating for women, the platforms that you're creating for women, the education that you're providing, the safety and support. Um So much. Um, So, yeah, like she mentioned, lots of information. I'll make sure that we have all of of your Mm handles and ways for people to stay connected. Um, Okay. Okay. So, yeah, some good stuff that will be happening in March, too, that I'm looking forward to. All of that. Um, Okay. So, Sabrina, with all of the events that you're planning for your personal brand, um, all of the collaborations that you're doing with other brands um your personal life all the things that you do for yourself (laughs) um your mom your wife your friend your sister your daughter sis how do you balance it all what is the secret what does work life balance life look like for you uh
1: so um So it's crazy because if anything, I feel like I have more control of my work life violence right now. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, as I I talked about all these events with Prevail a Woman, but with Sabrina seeing more events, we've taken a huge hit, Mm -hmm. um, you know, with COVID. Mm -hmm. Um, And with that, there has been somewhat of a decrease um, in increase bookings, tons of cancellations and postponements. Um, so with that, it has my, my, I think, you know, on average, we were doing, you know, anywhere from 40 to 42 weddings a year Mm -hmm. as a team. Mm -hmm. Um, and so now between now and 2022, I think we have like 15 weddings on our calendar, Mm -hmm. which is extremely low Mm -hmm. for my company. Mm Um, so with that, and then some of these events have been planned for over a year, mm-hmm. you know, they were supposed to happen last year. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's just kind of, we're just waiting, you know, mm-hmm. we're just kind of waiting it out at this point. So uh, with that, has um, allowed me to put a little bit more of a focus on Prevail Woman. And if I had to be transparent, um, the Prevail Woman events are easier, mm-hmm. Um it's not necessarily as much planning. Um, You know, the the brands I work with, they're usually like freaking out because they're like, we got to do this, this, this. And I'm like, this is nothing. (laughs) I'm used to working with clients for a whole year. I'm working with the bride, the groom, the mom here, the best friend here. Everybody has an opinion. Every You know, we're asked for my events with prevailing Women. It's like, I have very very limited stipulations by the brand and then i just do whatever i want within Mm -hmm. that budget you know Mm -hmm. um so it's allowed me to honestly give more balance in my life Mm -hmm. um i'm very very you know pre um you know my injury it was like okay i get up by about 8 39 um maybe 10 some days Mm -hmm. um I'm working out those two and a half hours like my assistant knows not to put anything on my calendar before 12 Mm -hmm. um because that's my time Mm -hmm. that's my time to journal you know read my scriptures meditate eat my breakfast work out Mm -hmm. shower And then get get to it. Um, At one point, it was like I can't do anything before three because of virtual school and all that. But the kids got a hang of it now. Mm -hmm. Um, They don't even necessarily really need me Mm -hmm. like they did at first. Um, So I was really able. So I had I had like such an amazing schedule Mm -hmm. was not doing anything before 12. Um, and then I would just be on calls and then I'm usually still done with the day by like five, six
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, and it's just I'm just kind of waiting on my husband to get off work, you Mm -hmm. know, from whatever, you know his working from home stuff as well
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, so the balance was there and then I had my weekends Mm -hmm. because again, weddings just weren't really happening like that Mm -hmm. Um, so you know, I, I had that time as well so I mean, it's, it's, it, I can. I don't even remember what it was before because mm-hmm. we've been in this for a year now.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So this this feels like my new normal, but I know it's not because mm-hmm. the moment that the floodgates open, that weddings and stuff can happen back to that capacity, mm-hmm. it's going to be crazy. I'm going to have to figure out how I'm going to take control because I love where I'm at right now. Mm-hmm. Like I love this. Like I don't feel overwhelmed. I mean, there's days that I get a little busy, but come friday saturday sunday Mm -hmm. i'm i'm like any other regular person that works a nine to fives Mm -hmm. like i'm i'm doing nothing i'm relaxing you know um so if i had to give i guess you could say any advice Mm -hmm. on how to do work by balance it's literally like scheduling your day out like Mm -hmm time blocking Mm -hmm. is very helpful now it can get stressful because it could be like one o'clock and you realize you ain't done what you're supposed to do at 10 Mm -hmm. um the the beauty of it is that you can kind of catch up or you can just roll it over to the next Mm step um so i think that really having set boundaries Mm -hmm. and understanding how you want your day and your week to play out, Mm -hmm. like truly spending Sunday to write out everything you think you need to do for the week. Mm -hmm. And then as the days arise, because for me, I like to do my time blocking the day before. Mm -hmm. I can't do my time blocking for the whole week, every day. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, there's some things that are repetitive, but some of my tasks I need to I need to feel how the week going. Like, do I really need to do this on Monday? Can I do this on Friday? You know, that kind of thing. So I like to do mine per day, Mm -hmm. but I do jot down all of everything that I need to get done for the week. And then daily, I time block the day before for the next day. Mm -hmm. Um, So, I mean, while I think my life may look crazy, I don't feel crazy. Mm -hmm. Not right now. (laughs) I mean, not in the moment, like honestly, I am probably the happiest that I've been in my ten years of being an entrepreneur, yes, I was miserable between year like five and eight, five and nine <laughs> mm-hmm. five no five five, five and eight, yeah, five between the the, the, the past three years were like this is not like no mm-hmm. i I hated it. I had no time to do anything but work.
0: Mm-hmm. And I hated it, so yeah, so it sounds like the 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 pandemonium that we've been in for the last year has um has you've had to you've had to slow down and you've gained more control over like your time and your schedule, and I love what you mentioned just about the intentionality around planning out your days and time blocking, but you talked about um this this the block of me time that you have. Um, we frozen? Okay. Okay, so (laughs) in, in this, this virtual world that we live in, we had a brief, we had a brief moment, but one thing that, um, Sabrina talked about was just about adapting, adapting to change, adapting to, um, this shutdown that we've been in and how that has allowed, um, more time more space and more okay yeah so you talked a lot just about adapting to change adjusting but again how that allowed um for you to have more balance in your life and I love what you mentioned too about you've been the happiest I love that for you um but you talked about this this set block of time that's just for you talk to us a little bit just about the importance of allocating time just for yourself to pour into yourself especially with all that you do for other people um yeah so tell us a little bit about your intention behind that that block of time that you set in your schedule just for you
1: so I mean it's I think it's gonna be I mean so specifically speaking for me and this may not necessarily be everybody's Mm -hmm. way of doing it however um i just so my schedule is different like Mm -hmm. i can wake up at eight nine Mm o'clock you know um whereas for you you may have to log in at eight nine Mm -hmm. you know a.m um so truly truly taking that time to really evaluate where my life is in the moment because Mm -hmm. right now it may work but to say that I don't get a big project and it's like I need to start working at nine every single day, so it means I either have to get up earlier, I have to start doing later in the evening.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, specifically that time for myself, but to me, the morning is the easiest. Um, granted, my whole house is up during that time, but they're all up and they're busy.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, they're not just up like asking me a million questions, like they're in school, they're working, they're doing whatever. Uh-huh. Um, so, again, like I said, I, t- I use um, about four. I try to be up at least for four hours mm-hmm. a day before I truly dive into work. Now, there's times I get up at, like, 11 o'clock. I ain't going to lie. Mm-hmm. You know, sit here and lie to you all. <laughs> um, and on those days, my it's usually because I ha- I don't have anything on my calendar. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what's the point of me waking up until my alarm, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> if I don't have to? Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh again just i i definitely try to carve up i think four hours before you start your day Mm -hmm. is a good enough time for you to get you can get a lot done in an hour you can work out for 30 minutes Mm -hmm. you can shower you can eat your breakfast and be ready to go if now if you got to drive to work you might need to get up a little earlier but if you're just doing virtual that should be sufficient enough time Mm -hmm. for you to be able to do what you need to do Mm -hmm. um And then everything else is just based upon whatever is going on for that day. So Mm -hmm. whatever meetings I may have, um, I don't necessarily have like a rule of thumb around like 6 o'clock. That's it for me. Mm -hmm. And the reason why is because I do have clients who are nurses and doctors and therapists and so forth. And they're kind of working overload Mm -hmm. in the middle of this pandemic right now. So Mm -hmm. I have to be understanding. Now, I'm not talking to them every day at 8 o'clock at night, but that just may be the only time they have so I understand that Mm -hmm. um so I don't necessarily have a time where I like it's over it's a wrap I'm not doing anything but if I am doing anything after six or seven it's generally a call Mm -hmm. I'm not like truly doing work work Mm -hmm. um I used to be that way I could work all throughout the night but I've stopped that Mm -hmm. um because it's just it's uh, like it'd be typos all over the place (laughs) It just don't. it don't work out for me um so I mean that's and I adapted that process honestly as I was searching for planners Mm -hmm. um so I used the passion planner um and as I was searching them I was just like oh this is cool this has times on there and I was like okay I'll order it give it a shot And I love how, like, they ask you what your focus is for the week. Mm -hmm. And then they want you to journal, like, in there, like, good things that happen throughout the week. And then every day, like, what is your word for the day? Mm -hmm. Um, And then they also have, like, a space, they call it, for, like, infinite possibilities. And Mm -hmm. that's where you just write out, like, whatever crazy thoughts you have for the Mm -hmm. week. Um, And it gives you a to-do list and so forth. So, honestly, it was purchasing that planner Mm -hmm. that helped me, Mm -hmm. um, really, really get organized with my day and just making sure that I'm like doing the tasks that Mm -hmm. are set, uh, you know, forth for me for, for the week.
0: Mm -hmm. Got you. Got you. Okay. All right. And so do you think, or would you say that, you being organized so having your passion planner being intentional about your day how you start your day making sure that you have that time for yourself um the the pandemic has offered a different type of work-life balance for you would you say all of those things is what's contributed to year 10 of you being a woman entrepreneur being your best year so far uh
1: yeah mm-hmm. yeah um I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be honest it's the pandemic too hmm mm-hmm. Um, It forced me to slow down. Mm -hmm. I would have Mm -hmm. never thought that I could sit back and have this much control of my life if Mm -hmm. it wasn't for the pandemic. Mm -hmm. Because even as things are starting to open up, I'm still kind of like, yeah, no, I'm not doing that. Mm -hmm. Like, no, Mm. whereas for, I was like two, a year and a half ago, I didn't have that mindset. Mm -hmm. So while the pandemic has brought about a lot of chaos and deaths Mm -hmm. and sickness and job loss and financial struggles and all these other things, I think it really, really, really helped us get a really good grasp on like what is actually important Mm -hmm. and what, what we actually need to focus on because there were so many things that had my attention that didn't need it. Yeah. It wasn't healthy, mm-hmm. you know, it wasn't healthy for me like at all. Mm-hmm. Um so I actually appreciate the pandemic. I I I I, I think there's there's beauty in any struggle mm-hmm. and in any mess mm-hmm. that there is. Mm-hmm. Um and I think sometimes we have to kinda of go through it to and in having that that those meditations, those moments mm-hmm. of like seeking gratitude, because I was like, "F the pandemic, I don't like it." Mm-hmm. You know, I'm trying my best not to cuss on this plan, on this podcast.
0: <laughs> you are fine. <laughs> be all of do be all of you. It's all good. <laughs>
1: I'm trying uh but you know, I I, I truly was because I was just like, "This is not." this is this is crazy Mm -hmm. like why why are we going through this like why is this our reality Mm -hmm. like why do we have to have such a crappy president Mm -hmm. you know and the list goes on and on Mm -hmm. but to be quite frankly i'm truly thankful for it like i'm i I am like it has opened my eyes to a lot of things Mm -hmm. and a lot of things that honestly that i that i knew people Mm -hmm. been trying to tell me this for a very long time that i needed to slow down Mm -hmm. but I just I couldn't imagine it because I'm just like my business needs me but Mm -hmm. if I'm not healthy and happy because I was so unhappy with like the aesthetics of my body Mm -hmm. um for many many years Mm -hmm. um but this is the best shape well I don't know so I gotta sit on my butt for another four weeks I think I'm gonna uh (laughs) have have a relapse I'm trying my hardest to still eat healthy and stuff like that Mm -hmm. but um ultimately this is the happiest i've been with my body like internally and externally
0: nice got you okay all right so that brings me into the last thing that i really wanted to spend some time on is just your fitness and wellness journey and so it sounds like um this pandemic and causing us to (laughs) sit down a little bit and slow down and you creating more space for those things but you and i have been working out together for well prior to the pandemic but for those that are listening, I knew Sabrina for a while and you've been active. What, what do you think is different now as far as where you are in your fitness and wellness, your fitness and wellness journey now?
1: So, um, I think really getting in tune with myself, Mm -hmm. um, again, meditation, like I'm gonna just give it all the praises to meditation. Mm -hmm. Like, I text you one day. I said, "Why you ain't been telling me to do this?" <laughs> um, and I know you. And I know you've, you've been, you know, in this in this realm, in this space for so long. But it's one of those things where you're kind of like, "I don't need to do that." Like, no, you know. Um, but it 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 really, it, I took. I would meditate on things that bothered me mm-hmm. or things that were like heavy on my heart and then it would I would get so much clarity when mm-hmm. I was done mm-hmm. you know um and you know and i and I will say creating my own space mm-hmm. as much as I love people. Mm-hmm. I don't really think I like working out with a whole lot of people like Mm -hmm. I thought I did Mm -hmm. until I started working out on my own. Mm -hmm. I love working out like myself and maybe like one other person is enough Mm -hmm. for me. Mm -hmm. Um, The conversations, the distractions trying to be helpful to somebody else when, mm-hmm. you know, you your heart rate going down and all that, trying to help somebody. Like, I did, because I'm just like a helpful person mm-hmm. um, by nature. Mm-hmm. Um, it just really allowed me to be able to say, this is my, truly my time. Yeah. Like, I don't want to be so strung up on and truly doing exercises and things for my body. Mm-hmm. Um, things that are difficult that I'm trying to improve. Not everything that I could beast, Mm -hmm. you know, all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think that that's what the biggest difference is, is that definitely creating my own space Mm -hmm. um, and being proud. Mm Because when you have your own little space in your house, especially when you live with like a whole bunch of other people, Mm -hmm. not other people, but you know, my family, Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, they, they be all up in your space. Mm -hmm. You don't have no space to yourself. Mm -hmm. So just creating that space that's like mine, of course, you know, everybody in the household uses it, but Mm -hmm. knowing that I have 100% control of it, Mm -hmm.
2: um,
1: that was very helpful too. And it motivated me to Mm -hmm. be in that space Mm -hmm. because I know how much it took to get there. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, like you said, I have always been active and then nutrition, mm-hmm. nutrition. I, I always knew that I needed to eat a little bit better. But even when I felt like I was eating better from being on this nutrition journey, I'm hiring a nutrition um, over the last three months now has really changed the way that I look at food, mm-hmm. even down to when I cheat. I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm gonna keep, but I ain't gonna go all the way in, mm-hmm. you know, because I need to be able to bounce back tomorrow morning. And if I eat this today, I ain't gonna wanna eat, you know, mm-hmm. that tomorrow mm-hmm. type thing. Um, and so just kind of breaking up with food and being reintroduced to it mm-hmm. um, has been very helpful as well, because I feel like, and I, not even, I feel like you should work out, you know. For five years, like me, mm-hmm. but if you eat wrong, you can't outwork what you eat. Mm-hmm. Like, period. There's mm-hmm. just nothing around it. Mm-hmm. You'll you'll get to a certain place, but you'll plateau. Mm-hmm. Because it's just like you're not really feeding your body properly. So those are the kind of things that I have learned. And I actually was able to take the time and focus on. Because, again, with a crazy schedule on the go, I just never felt like I could be having all these meal preps and all this stuff
2: mm-hmm.
1: at easy access. But because I'm home and more local and so forth, it's allowed me to really be able to feed my body properly. Mm-hmm. So, yeah.
0: that what i heard throughout just throughout this whole conversation is just the intention that you are placing into focusing on what sabrina needs holistically and how that allows you to continue to service the people that are in your life um and to continue Uh to create these spaces for for other women um so, yeah, no, I appreciate that. I appreciate your honesty and your transparency, too. And, yeah, you are keeping us all motivated with your fitness bingo and your posts and, you know, mm-hmm. getting other women together in the name of health and fitness. And so, yeah, it's been really cool to get to to get to watch. And like you mentioned, just it sounds like you created more of a laser focus on some of the things that you had already been doing. Um but getting a little bit more focused on it, and I love what you mentioned too about, you know, you thought that you liked these things until we didn't have it. Uh-huh. We think that we like things until we don't have it, and we're forced into something different and realize, like, oh, I actually really love this time that I get to take and have just for myself with myself, and how encouraging and empowering that is. Um. So yeah, that is great and good to good to hear. I was listening to something the other day about um, Darius Daniels. He preached about um, appetite adjustments. And I noticed you mentioned that a couple of times and not just like appetite, like food wise, but just to your point about, you know, I thought that I liked this thing until I didn't have it. And even with, you know, at first I was kind of like, F the pandemic, I want to go out. I want to be in these streets and, but you've had an appetite adjustment and you kind of recognize like, no, these are the things that Mm -hmm. actually really matter more to me. Mm -hmm. These are the things that I want to put my energy and my time into. So yeah. Okay.
2: Absolutely.
0: Okay. Well, Sabrina, any other like thoughts or things or things that we missed? I feel like we covered like so much and so many different things that I wanted to spend um, to dive a little bit deeper into And at the same time, the point of this podcast and these curated conversations is to give people, you know, something that they can stay focused and attentive on. So I try not to make them like too, too long. But any other like thoughts or things, things that you feel like I missed, I didn't ask about or things that you want to share or talk a little bit more about?
1: No, um, I definitely think that we covered quite a bit. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, one thing that. Um, you know I always tell people in whatever it is that they do because they're always like how do you keep going like how do you stay motivated I'm trying to find motivation or Mm -hmm. whatever the case may be and I always tell people in the support I kind of live by is like you'll never always be motivated Mm -hmm. but you have to learn how to be disciplined
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, you know being disciplined in whatever it is that you are trying to um, focus on succeed goal whatever the case may be the motivation is going to die because mm-hmm. as you as i said at the beginning of the podcast i was all the way in with meditating like you couldn't like you could ask my husband every day i don't care what's going on in the morning while i go to bed i'm gonna meditate
2: mm-hmm.
1: period but then life happened mm-hmm. and you know kind of put me in a slight rut you mm-hmm. know not all the way. I feel like I've been in worse ones, but I think it was more of the medicine, to be honest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, um, and I haven't done it mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. But I knew, like, I I told myself when I woke up this morning, I said, I am going to do this mm-hmm. Monday. Because mm-hmm. when I woke up this morning, I was too tired. I was mm-hmm. just like, I'm going to just, just let this week be a bust. Mm-hmm. And Monday, I'm going to get back into it. And plus, I'm feeling a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Um... But it was, it's been, it was heavy on my heart. It was bothering me that Mm -hmm. I didn't do it because I had that discipline. But the motivation is going to die. And it's okay, you know, for your motivation to die. and It's okay to really, really be gung-ho on something one month Mm -hmm. and the next month your motivation dies. But that discipline, Mm -hmm. having that discipline is what's going to bring you back to it. Um, and if it doesn't bring you back to it, then that means it's not meant to be for you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, now, unless it's good for you, that means you can figure it out mm-hmm. and get back on the right track. but um, whether it's that job, that business that that fitness goal, whatever the case may be, um, just make sure you look at it um and try to discipline yourself versus trying to motivate yourself yeah. um so yeah, that's just kind of my. My my closing, I guess you can say, statement yeah. of the podcast. It was great. Um, and I think that we pretty much covered everything.
0: Yeah. No, that was awesome. Um, and you are so right about motivation being it can be fleeting. But like you said, like that self discipline creates routine and that's what gets us a return on our investment and gets us the results that we're looking for. So mm-hmm. I love that. Um, you mentioned a couple of times about <laughs> the medicine and, um, feeling tired. I want, for those that are listening, I want to provide just a little bit of clarity. Sabrina goes hard in the gym and she, <laughs> um, so she is currently recovering from an injury. So the couple of times that in the podcast, we've referenced, um, being out for a little bit or medicines for clarity. Um, sis is in, in, in recovery right now from an injury because she'd
1: be doing the most I haven't been to the gym since October of last year went to the gym I was in the Dominican Republic and was happy Mm because I was in there by myself Mm -hmm. it was like a beautiful gym it overlooked the ocean I mean it was just perfect and so I was in there for like two hours Mm -hmm. and I did a full I did shoulder back um, abs mm-hmm. and legs. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, you were and tired. I got
1: on and I got on the treadmill because um, I don't have a treadmill and I really wanted to get on the treadmill. Mm-hmm. And so, in the moment, I felt great. But what happened is, is that I had meetings that day and I didn't properly stretch or eat like I typically do after I work out. And my body said, "No, sis, mm-hmm. no." So. Um, it was a it was a progressive thing. It wasn't something that happened immediately, like because people were asking me, like, "Were you in the gym? Did you feel it pop?" I'm like, "No." Mm-hmm. It literally happened on Wednesday, and it wasn't until Sunday before I felt like I was dying, mm-hmm. literally. Um, so yeah, so that's that's kind of where I'm at. So if you if you take anything from me, don't try to do a full body workout. <laughs> On weights. I think you can do body weight, full body, mm-hmm. but full body with weights is absolutely stupid. <laughs> and I did that.
0: <laughs> and then cardio. And then didn't stretch. And then the nutrition piece. So just how all of those things ne- <laughs> work together. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Well, Sabrina, thank you so much. So, so, so much for um, being on the podcast, but also, you know, starting my day. Um, with me with good conversation good energy good vibes I appreciate you spending time and again um, sharing just a little bit about your experience um, with myself and the listeners Um, in the meantime tell us a little bit of just your handles and how people can stay connected with you your brand the prevailing woman Sabrina Seymour events and I'm also going to include that in the show notes too.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So um, you can definitely follow us on social media. Um, so for Sabrina Seymour events, um, it is Sabrina Seymour events. That's our website, that is our Facebook page, and also our Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, again, that's a little bit more catered to people who are having like special events or like one off events um, for different celebrations. Mm-hmm. Now the prevailing woman is um, has a few different handles um, between Instagram and Facebook. It is the prevailing woman um, on Twitter. We're prevailing W Mag, um, they just don't allow long handles like that on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're pretty active on there as well. In um, Pinterest, we're on there as well. Um, and then our website is Um And so with Prevailing Woman, any of our external kind of brands that I, I, I mentioned, like the Prevailing Fit Woman, which is all about health and wellness, um, all of those tags and so forth are in the bio of the Prevailing Woman. So the Prevailing Woman is kind of like, the mother brand and then we have our other branch off ones but they're all in the bio of the prevailing woman page
0: got it got it got it and again i'll be sure to include those in the show notes thank you guys for being here for listening in i got something from the time i'm pretty confident that you got something from the time leave us some comments follow sabrina um, follow the prevailing woman show some love thank you guys I'd like to thank you for being here and for being a part of the Living for Synergy family. So let's stay connected. Go ahead and subscribe to the podcast so that you have access to all of the episodes to come, as well as subscribing to the website www.livingforsynergy.com to be added to the mailing list so that you get all of the goods.